guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And here we are, back in the floral couch. Woo woo! The I virtual feel- floral couch still. Wait, so now that, like, technically, it's not... Sh- it's, wait, it's not shelter in place, it's stay safe? Yeah. So maybe we could actually, like, go on the real floral couch in we- the near future. We could, actually, because gatherings of 10 people or less are now permitted. Oh, so we have to keep our super fans out, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but that's exciting. It's been it, so long. It is. I feel like it's starting to, like, get back to normal, but now it's, like, I feel like it's even more anxious or like anxiety inducing because it's like okay I don't know what's safe and what's not I don't know who's right and who's not I'm just so confused right yeah I know I feel like I'm lucky because my work is being super flexible that one I can even work from home but like um they're talking about potential plans for like shifts and but they're also at least like people I report to were like yeah you can like like, if you don't feel comfortable, you're not going to, like, be punished for continuing to work from home. So, I was like, that's kind of nice. That's, like, the grace I feel like everyone needs in these, like, craziness. Right. But, like, workplaces shouldn't be just, like, opening back up, right? Right. No. They have, like, an elaborate plan of, okay. like, social distancing and and stuff. But, yeah. And they don't even, like, we don't even know for sure. But when we're going back or when we could go back, but... Gotcha. Okay. But I feel like there's a lot of companies that are actually um, going full-time remote. Like, Twitter, I saw an article that all of their employees are allowed to, like, work full-time remote now, no questions asked, which is interesting. I saw that, too, and I've also heard about companies who are, like, getting rid of buildings Mm -hmm. and just, like, telling those people to work remote forever or have said, like, until – if you have, like, a – like, a immunocompromised person at home, then you can work from home till whenever. Like, we don't want you to come in. Right. Some companies have, like, extended it through the fall. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like a lot of companies went through Labor Day. Um, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The millennial in me that likes flexibility is very excited for it's like unfortunate that this is what had to be the catalyst for change. But I'm very excited for the future of like the working environment and how fast it's been forced to change. Me too. And I feel like this is something that we've been talking about, like more flexibility, more, like four day work week. And hmm. And maybe this is, I don't, I, I don't want to say, I hate saying this is what we needed because like, this is not what we needed. Right. Like, but <laughs> it was a health issue that, yeah, a lot of people were affected by, but yes, it like there, there had to be a catalyst. It's unfortunate that it was this, but yes, we needed a catalyst. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's a better way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we needed a catalyst. <laughs> I knew what um, you meant. Everyone knew what you meant. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I guess we will see what happens, which is our motto these days. <laughs> right? I feel like, yeah, we've, like, had to have gotten good at, like, going with the flow. 
because yes i also was reading um that like the only way to deal with it all of this and like the uncertainty is just to live in the present and that it's forced people to live in the present because you can't really plan for the future and I kind of feel like that's been helpful for me is because that's something I've been like working on is living more in the present and since I can't focus on the future I'm just like okay I'm gonna try to live my best days right now yeah as best I can I really like that because I feel like um it's hard to always look at the bright side, but I until you pointed it out, like, I feel like that is a positive that's come out of this for myself as well, but I wasn't, like, consciously aware of it, so. Well, there you go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, well. So, we're just talking about random things today. It's a floral couch catch-up again. Indeed. So... Emily, have you heard about Elon Musk's son's name? Okay, yes, but I, like, I didn't know if I was supposed to believe it. I also don't know who his wife, or is it his wife? I think so. Okay. Because who who is it? What's her name? Grimes? I've never heard of her. Me either. I feel like I'm supposed to know who she is, but I don't. Same. When I read this like article, I was like, mm, "I've never seen." She doesn't look familiar. Also, she oh. looks really young. Canadian singer. Oh. Um. Also, her name has her real name has nothing to do with Grimes. The oh. word Grimes. Um, <laughs> Claire Elise Boucher. She's In- a Canadian singer, and she's thirty-two years old. Huh. Let me see how old Elon Musk is. He's got to be old because this article also says he has six sons from pre of previous marriage. Oh, sure. Which I mean, he doesn't look that old. He's forty. He's only forty-eight. Oh, do you feel like? I don't know. I feel like maybe he's gotten some work done, but he was married to the same lady twice. Oh, interesting. Tallulah Riley, they got married in 2010, and they divorced in 2012, then they got married again in 2013, and divorced in 2016. Okay, well, they can't say they didn't give it the full try. But he was also married to Justine Musk from 2000 to 2008. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't really know that much about him, other than... Okay, these people must all be ca- Canadian. Is he Canadian? <laughs> Is that a dumb question? <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking. <laughs> this is live. Oh, he currently resides. He is a citizen of South Africa, the United States, where he's lived most of his life and currently resides in Canada. Interesting. I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, if his wife is Canadian, maybe he moved there, but... He became a Canadian citizen in 1989. Oh. Um, I don't know the background on that. That's maybe too too deep. Too oh. deep. Sorry. Let's back up. <laughs> Talk about his son's name. So we had his a name? name? I think it's a son. Okay. Now I want to confirm. We are reporting the hard facts. 
<laughs> Newborn son, yes. Okay. Um, so he, a lot of Y chromosomes there if he's got six others. Yeah. But, um, so they say that his name is pronounced um, X Asha, I think. But it's spelled X for like a variable. A-E symbol, which I don't actually know what this stands for, but it's apparently the Elven spelling of artificial intelligence, or AI. Elven? Yes. Like elves? I think so. That is what the wife or the baby mama, I don't know. The wife. (laughs) The wife. Grimes, give her a name. Okay. Yes, Grimes or Miss Boucher um, explained. She said, my elven spelling of AI, love and or artificial intelligence. And then A-12 was a plane that was a precursor to the SR-17, their favorite aircraft. Relatable. Um. <laughs> okay, so A, first of all, there's so many things done back here. <laughs> there's so much. Elven spelling of love and or artificial intelligence. Yep. So, brain brain explosion. Don't get it. It's okay. Pick up the pieces. Um, Love is not artificial intelligence. Or is it? Well, um, well, it's also, she says, my spelling, Elvin spelling. So, like, is there, like, a confirmed Elven spelling of things? Or I have like heard, only... I have, I have heard that, like, Elven spelling, but I thought it was, like, maybe it's, like, oh, my gosh. Everyone, everyone is just going to hate me for my lack of knowledge of the Same. Of, but, like, is it, like, the Lord of the Rings thing? Oh, my gosh, is it? Your husband's going to be so mad at us again for not knowing last time it was I video know. games, right? <laughs> Okay, Elvin spelling. Are you googling? Oh, the it was like I started spelling Elvin, and it said Elvin spelling of AI. (laughs) Uh, Elvin language, maybe Elvin. Yeah. Okay, it is a language. Um. Yes, it's a Lord of the Rings thing. See, you called that. You knew more than you were letting on. Maybe. Yes. Lord of the Rings. Yep. Okay. I did know. I did know. Look at you. Yeah. Get off your back, Scow. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> um, okay. Well, he's still going to be mad, but anyway. Um, as I told someone else earlier this week, I, I don't dabble in Lord of the Rings. Never have. <laughs> um, have you? Um, I've read The Hobbit, which I think is, like, the prequel, and that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. No movies or anything? Nope. <laughs> that's, okay. That's literally all I got. <laughs> I, we're just, like, all over the place here, but you know what? I'm just gonna keep going. Yeah. Um. We're going with the flow. That's what we've learned. Well, well you know, present. I'm just not, like, it's hard for me to sit down and watch a movie for some reason. I just, like, feel too many feels. And, um, if it's like a long three hour fantasy movie, I'm like, nope, brain does not connect with this. 
<laughs> yeah, those are the kind of movies I have to like really mentally prepare for. Mm-hmm. And I usually like will only see like with a group of people because yeah, I just don't get into it. Yeah, but then I don't want to be mean because there's so many people who are like it means so much to them like they have this huge emotional connection with like the books and the movies so I don't knock any of that because I have my own things that mean that to me but yeah I was gonna say I don't think that it's you hating no not hating just not for me yeah there's nothing wrong with that to each Mm -hmm. their own we need all kinds of kinds I'm just gonna keep throwing out cliches um (laughs) (laughs) That's your job on this episode. <laughs> um, so I was listening to a podcast and they were like, so why, why, what would um, prompt someone to name their kid this? And I was curious what your perspective is because they were like, is it narcissism? Is it like a self-righteousness or is it just like they're setting like this poor kid is going to have this like random name and be so confused. Like break that down for me. So, my understanding of it is that they, and I don't know Grimes, I don't know her life, Canadian singer, I guess, but, like, Elon Musk has to just be, like, so high level and, like, so intelligent that, like, basic things, like, or, like, emotional connections well, but it sounds like this is like their emotional connection. So maybe it's just different because their brains work differently. Maybe. That's like a very um that's the most positive spin I've heard on it. I'm just trying not to be mean. <laughs> I mean, we don't actually know, right? Unless right. like you get Elon Musk and his wife in a room, but Yeah. Um narcissism, yeah. I guess. I don't know because I feel like narcissism, how would you turn that around to be like, because narcissism is like all about yourself and you're trying to like. Yeah, I guess does it make you look unique like to have this like kid with this name? But Oh, yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Could be just like, this is what we bonded over, our favorite aircraft. Like maybe they were, maybe he was conceived on this favorite aircraft. Ew. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just hypothesizing. I guess, like, they have a private jet, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And they like the X variable because they were, maybe they were hoping for a girl. X chromosome. Sad. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They're like, "Uh, we wish you were a girl, so we're naming you X chromosome. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe we went too far. But who knows, I guess. Um. You know, my mom always says you can't rationalize crazy, and I come back to that saying a lot in my life. (laughs) This is true. So we should probably stop trying to dissect it, although Mm -hmm. I was entertained by trying to. Yep, me too. Okay. And we learned more about Elon Musk and and Grimes and his previous wives. And the Elven language, so... We're yeah. just dropping all kinds of knowledge. We are just getting real cultural up in here. <laughs> okay, so speaking of smart people whose brains work differently, as you mentioned, um, I listened to a podcast recently that I feel like you sh- need to listen to. Okay. It's called My Year in Mensa. 
and it's Jamie Loftus, who is a comedian, and she guest stars in the Daily Zeitgeist a lot, which is how I've heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she used to work for like, I don't as like a freelance writer and would write kind of like clickbaity articles, I think. And mm-hmm. so one of them, she she took the Mensa test, which you're allowed to take once in your life as a joke and to try to write about it. And she got in like she passed. And so then she like actually went to this like convention and she got par- to be part of this like secret Facebook group of Mensons. And it just like what happens at these like conventions like will blow your mind. Like I was shocked. I feel like you would really enjoy it. It would Okay, give us some examples of what well, happens. So... Also explain what Mensa is because to me it sounds like something to do with periods. You don't know what Mensa is? No. <laughs> You're clearly not a member. Just kidding. Um my dad would always say that, like, if I said something dumb, like, well, you're never going to be, not to me, or, like, as a joke, would be like, you're never going to be a part of Mensa. It's just, like, a smart person club. Oh, okay. You, you just have to pass this, like, standardized test, which she also talks about how, like, standardized tests aren't, like, being utilized how they were meant to be, and, like, anyone can truly become a Mensen. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Mensen's the right word, but that's what I'm going with. Um, But so they... She talked about how, like, the good part of it is it's all these people that probably didn't have a group and were kind of outcast because they were, like, I guess, nerds, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And so that's the positive. But there's this, like, group where this Facebook group, and when she posted in it, she got attacked for writing about it and, like, got, like, death threats and all kinds of stuff. And then she goes and confronts all these people basically by going to these conferences and the conference topics at this like group of supposedly smartest people in the world are just like so interesting they debate like current events and it's just so interesting how she the pros and cons she saw of this like supposedly super intelligent group i don't know i don't want to give too much away but i feel like you would really enjoy it okay i guess i'll have to check it out um but for people who probably won't listen is there any, like, number one takeaway? Um, I just feel like it was a lot more, um, like, bias that she had to deal with than she thought. Like, um, they were, there was, like, sexism and racism and different things where she had to, like, combat. And a lot of people were, like, mad at her mm-hmm. for combating them. Like, and they had someone presenting on an abortion topic at this, like, conference, which is interesting to me. Because that's not what I would ex- expect for this, like, annual conference. And I don't know. I just um, – and she talked about how they, she got invited to the secret party and they were all, like, drinking. And, like, I don't know. It was just such an interesting – it's something I never thought of, but it was so interesting to hear her tell the story. It's kind of – it's kind of too, um, um, what's the other storytelling podcast you listen to? Oh, The Moth. Yeah. So it's it's very similar to that, I think, from her storytelling perspective. And it's only four ep- podcast episodes. It's like a limited series. So it's four 45-minute episodes. So if you don't want to commit because I haven't sold it, that's okay. But it is a short commitment. Okay. I will listen to it. Um <laughs> But and we can break it down more. Is it like an IQ test? Yeah, but she also talked about how the IQ test, the creator of the IQ test, 
like did not mean it to be this purpose because you can take an IQ test at different points in your life and do differently based on what's going on in your life, like your mm-hmm. mood, how, what you ate for breakfast, all those kinds of things. So the whole concept of this group is also like flawed. And she had to pay like $700 to go to this annual conference. Sounds like people just needing to belong somewhere. And that's okay. It is okay. And she said she, because she um, kind of put some people on blast originally before meeting them in person. And so she said she has some regrets and for like putting them on blast. And there's also some things that she like rightfully called out. So I don't know. I feel like it was just an interesting journey that she took us on. And yeah, <laughs> I will get off my soapbox. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, okay. What's it called for everyone? My okay, year in Mensa. Link it too. Yes. Okay. Anyway, I, I wonder if I would be smart enough to be in that. I don't think I want to find out because it sounds scary. Um, I think apparently anyone is smart enough. You just have to like be good at standardized tests. So manipulate the system. Exactly. Okay. Well, a club that I want to join is the Rat Art Club. Continue. Um, because adorable rats are creating miniature paintings, and people are buying it, and it's all sold out. So basically. <laughs> This lady started, um, get, she, like, would paint or have her rat step in paint and then, like, step over these mini canvases. And it's kind of just, like, a colorful, like, almost looks like tie-dye or, like, a floral pattern of rat yeah. footprints on a painting. And it's, it's kind so of cute because she has a little rat paint, point, uh, painting or a little rat right next to it. And... Um, how come rats are like really gross? But then you look at their little face and you're like, "Oh, it's cute." It's like cute, but I don't want to like interact no, with the and rat. Its tail is gross. I guess in this picture you can't see its nasty tail. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did you scroll down and see the picture of the rat like standing next to like the easel? <laughs> oh, the little easels are so cute. <laughs> Wait, she's got to have multiple rats. Oh my gosh. Oh. This reminds me of all the (laughs) videos I love where they make like tiny hamster tacos and then they give them to the hamster. (laughs) Wait, they give them to the hamster? I feel like I've watched, I've seen you watch those like Mm -hmm. tiny thing videos, but. I didn't know there were hamsters involved. There's, like, involved. one where they give a hamster, like, a tiny piece of cake and one where they, like, make a tiny burrito for a hamster. Oh, my gosh. And that's the kind of stuff I like to watch. So, if this wasn't sold out, would you uh, be on the ordering list I... for some rat art? I just want my own. Like, I think I had to have a squirrel and do this. Oh, I was really jealous because a girl... That I follow on Instagram, like, found a squirrel that was, like, almost tame. It was, like, under her deck or something. And I don't think she ended up, like, keeping it, but but it had, like, followed her home from, like, wherever she... I want to be I know. And um, I follow another Instagram account called This Girl is a Squirrel. 
And it's this lady who who rescued a squirrel like seven years ago. And she's had this squirrel for seven years. And she just like feeds the cucumbers and they like hang out all day. So what did she rescue the squirrel from? I don't know. I think he she had like a hurt leg or something. Okay. Oh, that's kind of cute. And now they're just besties. And it's great. I love it. I could see you having a pet squirrel someday. I would love a pet squirrel. So speaking of things you find on Reddit, um, there's an Ask Reddit thread that asked, what is the worst thing you've done because you got confused between items in different hands? Oh. So some of the examples. Yes. Um, stuck a dog treat in my mouth and gave my dog my <laughs> popsicle. Um, <laughs> um there's a really good one. Oh, put the remote control in the oven and then wondered why he found himself li- in the living room holding oh my a sausage. <laughs> Do you have any good stories? Um, All I can think of is like putting um, like putting my almond milk back in the pantry and then putting my cereal in the fridge. Like I've done that before. That's immediately what I thought yeah. when I read this. <laughs> Um, I think that's like the only one I can think of. What about you? That's all I could think of too. Like I caught myself, but just the other day I almost put the almond milk in the <laughs> cabinet. That was not the worst. Like not the worst thing. You can survive a no, day. Al- almond milk's pretty mm-hmm. durable. <laughs> but I don't think I have any other like horror stories of like ooh. But this thread is pretty entertaining. If you're bored, okay. I'm going to read through. <laughs> I was watching, actually, before this. This might be weird, but um, there was, like, a video video that oh. came onto my <laughs> Facebook feed where it was, like, a bunch of TikToks, um, like, compiled together where women, um, like showed up naked while their boyfriend slash husband was playing video games and then filmed their reaction i've heard about this like um, being a thing. <laughs> so funny because they're like rip off their headphones and are like let's go and then other ones like they they're like what and like fall out of their chair <laughs> um that brings up a good question have you joined tiktok officially i have not joined tiktok and i i guess never say never but because i swore i would never join instagram and then eventually did um but i just don't think it's for me i don't need another thing to to spend my time on like, I think I spend enough time fair. on social media already, and I don't need to add another variable into that. But I think... <laughs> like, a variable? I think they're Sorry. funny. Like, if I see one on Facebook or Instagram, like, I have laughed and enjoyed them before. Same. I feel like all the good ones get posted exactly. on other social media platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we can enjoy them from. So I have also not joined for the same reason, because... I already have too many things to, like, waste my time I think you can get the app and then, like, just look at, like, the top ones without having an account. Um, I'm not for sure on that. 
I'm not going to do that. Um, but, <laughs> but it's also like scary. Like I think TikTok is like not great, like not a great company. I've heard that um, it's like kind of sketchy. Actually, I think I've heard that too. Now that you say that, because it's owned by like a foreign yeah, government and I of follow some sort. this um woman on Instagram who's like a body positive Instagrammer, and she um like talks a lot about like struggling with eating disorders and like how um and like all that kind of stuff and. Her t- and then she posts stuff on TikTok too, and she keeps having like t- her videos get taken down, and she doesn't know why, and she like can't get on, like can't get any information about why they're getting taken down, um, and then she's like putting these like other TikToker people on blast who are like saying not good things about like diet culture and losing weight and all that kind of stuff, so. I don't know. I don't, I think people making TikToks is funny, but I, but I've heard that TikTok is like not the best. Yeah. I feel like, so I just finished um, the book, No Filter, the story of Instagram. It was a brain candy mm-hmm. book club pick. And um, it was surprising to me that one, like how competitive the tech industry and like app industry is, but two, like, the original owners of Instagram were such, like, well-intentioned about, like, wanting it to be a positive outlet and it, how it just, like, went so sideways because of all, like, like, the shaming and, like, the comparisons that people make. It's just so interesting because how sideways things can get. But that, I never knew that it was well-intentioned <laughs> until I read this book. Uh, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You would hope that it would be well-intentioned. Like, they wouldn't, like, set out to be, like, we're going to make this platform that's going to take over the world. I mean, maybe they did want it to right. take over the world. But in the beginning, it was, like, people just, like, sharing their, like, extremely filtered photos of their backpack on the ground or or right. a tree. <laughs> well, and so, like, um, they were they pushed back for so long until they left against Mark Zuckerberg because mm-hmm. they, they got book to like not give in to like no this is gonna ruin the yeah. user experience no be a good place um like we they were like self-monitoring comments for a while and like it was I don't know I would recommend that book <laughs> I thought it was very interesting but yeah I feel like I remember kind of hearing about that and yeah it's very interesting and Kind of too bad, but this is the world we are in. <laughs> yeah, like I use it once mm-hmm. a day, probably. So, <laughs> uh, can't hate on it too much. I think it does a lot of good, right? It's the, bad. Like it's the whole thing of social media: a lot of good, a lot of bad. Right. Um. Well, I want to end this on a happy note. What exciting thing do you have planned for the rest of your week? Oh, my gosh. Name um, one. <laughs> well, it is my husband's birthday tomorrow. So um, we don't have major plans, but we're just going to hang out, enjoy the day. So that'll be good. Are you baking a cake or anything? Um, No, he's not a big cake person. Like, he likes cake, okay. but... 
I don't know. I feel like, like, I love chocolate, and I know, like, both of us like to bake, and, but whenever I bake stuff, he doesn't really eat it. Maybe that's, hmm, means that it's not good. But I guess I also try to make a lot of, like, healthy stuff, and maybe that's why he doesn't like to eat it. Yeah, I feel like healthy, like, desserts, you have to, like, lower your expectations, and yeah. they're good. <laughs> I was thinking about making these, like, peanut butter Rice Krispie bars. So that like that Ooh. might be good. Um, but we're gonna do breakfast and it'll be good. And then Memorial Day, hopefully it's nice out. Yeah. Are you uh going up north um, at all? I think we might. I'm not sure. But okay. um what about you? Um, yeah, I hope the weather this weekend is nice. I'll probably head home and my cousin Tanner is turning 11 on Monday. So hang out. (laughs) He wants to do a bonfire with 10 people or less, of course. But well, s'mores (laughs) are always good news. (laughs) Yes. So it'll be nice to just get out and enjoy the weather with people. (laughs) Now that the world is maybe starting to slightly turn right cautiously opening up again (laughs) Uh, well i hope you have a good week everyone stay safe yeah we hope everyone enjoyed this episode and keep listening thanks everybody for listening to this episode of floral couch conversations you can find us on social media instagram facebook at floral couch conversations and if you have any questions or want to reach out to us floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.